It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. It's uh, a Friday. It's the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis Brady and Brendan Folsom from the Times-Herald is going to join us today because we're going to break down district basketball for you. It is the playoff preview. It's one of my favorite shows we do. I know it is. Yes. Uh, some playoffs are already on, though. Yeah, let's – And let's I want to recognize that before talk we about get hockey, into it. Because we do have a big hockey matchup tonight. Marysville and Northern will uh, play in the uh, regional semifinal tonight at Suburban Ice Arena, and the winner of that game will play again on Saturday night to try to win the regional. Uh, Which, and, I, and I think it's very doable. Uh, Romeo and Davison are on the other side of the bracket. I don't know who's going to win that game, but uh, I – don't see either team being unbeatable at this point. I'll just put it that way. Um, and a really good game to start that uh, tournament, too, by the way. Uh, and what was that? That was Tuesday? Yeah. My week is all asunder <laughs> because we didn't go to hardly any of the places we were supposed to uh, this week. But that's another story for another time. Um, is that better? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Brendan's over there going, I don't hear a thing you guys are saying. That's because we didn't want to blow out your ears. We figured it was better to work you in slowly. Um, and if you need it louder, let me know. And if you need it not as loud, let me know. But uh, a two-to-one game between uh, Marysville and uh, Thumb Legion that was – it was a playoff game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always exciting. It wasn't always end-to-end, but it was a tight game. And it was uh, – I'll say it angsty. Like I was sitting – I know you were there, uh, Brendan, but I was sitting with the parents kind of. I was at the top of that. And angsty is the way it was because it was kind of tight and everybody had the feeling of, you know, the next play is going to be the big play. And the, pro- the problem was is that every time there was a next play, you're like, okay, yeah. the next play is the big play. Yeah, I mean, there was a seven-minute stretch of the game where you thought the game was over. I thought Marysville was just going to keep the snowball rolling down the hill. And then you're right. Zero zero second period, Legion gets one in the third, and you're just waiting for the tying score and for us to be in overtime at midnight in suburban <laughs> ice arena, right? <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Um, Evan West, the coach of Marysville's coach, told me after the game that if we play the seven minutes of hockey we played against Thumb Legion, against Northern, we'll have a game. If we play the rest of the way that we play the rest of the game, not going to be a game at all. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Marysville team shows up tonight. Yeah, and interesting to see what kind of strategy they come with. I mean, we talked about this on the last podcast, but are they going to try to go up and down and trade chances with the two uh, scoring machines with Barless and um, why can't I think of the O'Flanagan. name? O'Flanagan. Thank you. Yeah, he's only scored like a thousand goals this year. Or are they going to try to play like they did on Tuesday and keep it low scoring and just wait for Northern to make a mistake? Yeah, it, that, it'll be interesting to see. I think Northern can play Marysville either way. Um, I think Northern prefers to play a lower scoring game and a tighter checking game uh, and rely on their two big guys, pop us a goal or two, and then we'll, you know, we'll get through it. They like Sheffer as a goalie. They think that they've got a guy that can uh, help them in the big game now. So we'll see how it goes. And for Marysville, they'll be as good as McKenney is, and I think McKenney's one of the better goalies in the area. Uh, hopefully his name is spelled correctly on the roster tonight. <laughs> and, and let's get Brendan Turner on the roster as well, even though I know yeah. who he is. 
Um, just real quick on Marysville. Uh, for Marysville side, for them to make it a game, like Brady and I talk probably every other night. There's a couple teams in our area that absolutely hate each other. Like as teammates, there's zero chemistry, a lot of solo play, a lot of mm-hmm. LeBron James is on those teams. Marysville is not that way. If you watch those kids play, that is just a group of dudes who love playing and being around each other. And um, I think you pointed out on the last podcast that two guys basically had the switch hitting goals last week. And I don't think those goals happen without them sensing where their teammates are on the ice and just having that chemistry and bond to know, like, I'm going to be able to pull off this shot because if I don't get it, I got a guy in the backside who's going to swat this one in or someone's going to give me a nice pass so I can finish this off, you know, a couple seconds later. And, that, like, I've only seen them twice this season, but that's what sticks out to me is just like – and Noah Lavalley told me that too. It's just like these guys just love each other. Yeah. That's usually the sign of a good team. I mean, <clears throat> look at Port Huron girls basketball. Look at – I think Marysville and Crosslex basketball all really like yeah. each other. I'm not seeing tame teams I'm not mentioning don't, but those are where I think it really sticks out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd throw Marysville boys in there, but they don't have any left. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cold. Come I on. had to make you smile just a little bit before we get into it, and we will get into it, but I think we'll do ladies first when we come back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's talk some basketball and uh, some uh, district basketball, and we'll start with the ladies because they start on Monday, and we'll start where I'm going to be at uh, at Dakota. Uh, a couple of games that night: Anchor Bay against Marysville. Dakota at Port Huron Northern. Uh, who, who wants to start? Because uh, I think Marysville is a really good basketball team that's been thrown to the wolves here, having to play in this district. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple of thoughts on Marysville. Like, what have they played? Seven or eight games only. Yeah, and their only loss was their opener to a Port Huron high team. Well, they lost to Lakeview. Oh, they did lose Wednesday. last night. Oh, yeah, on Wednesday. But, but Lakeview is starting lineup is like an AU team that's been playing together for years. Yeah, and they just won the what the the, the blue. Yeah, the blue. That's a respectable loss, especially on short notice. I mean, they mm-hmm. only had one practice to get ready for that game. So um, I think the down. I don't think Mary, Marysville is going to have a chance to win this district, which is unfortunate because they're one of my favorite teams to watch. And I don't think it's because of the lack of talent. I think it's it's a Class B school playing in a Class A district. They have. Ha- coming off 14 days of not playing, basically. And look at the buzzsaws they're going to yeah, run into. you have three quarterfinal quality teams in this district. And, again, we'll, we'll talk about it right now before we get into the, the finer details. I have a problem with a school in Marysville having to be in a district with a school four times their size. 
Like, I have no problem if you want to put Marysville in a district with, like, Frazier, Lakeshore, Port here on High, Port here on Northern, like, those size schools, because they're pretty comparable. I don't think anyone would complain if though, if Marysville was in there. But to have them in a district with Dakota, who has over 3,000 kids, yeah. and they're at 800-something, there needs to be another division in basketball. Well, we're, we were going to be looking at a regional semifinal or final between Marysville and MLA City. Who would not want to watch that game? Right. And look at the Class B districts. You put Marysville in any of them, I mean, maybe they're not picked over Emily City, but I, I wouldn't say it's a given Emily City wins that game. No, no. I think that would be a really good battle. But, yeah, they're, they're in a buzzsaw. I mean, they're going to play a really good Anchor Bay team to start. That's that's just going to be tough. That entire top part of the bracket, all are coming off fourteen day quarantines. Like yeah. Anchor Bay's not playing right now. PH is out till Wednesday. Right. Like which, thank God they got the first round by. I don't know. I don't know how that impacts anybody. You know, like who who's gonna be who's gonna look the best coming right, off and of uh, no and practices. I guess with the weather being a little nicer, I'm sure you have some teams that are finding a park. And maybe a small group of kids are getting out together and shooting. I'm sure they're figuring something out. I don't think any of these teams are just sitting back going, all right, well, we'll wait till district start, then we'll get going again. <laughs> I know one or two teams that just did that, and it showed when they came back. Yeah. Um, I still, like, it might not be the best basketball that we see all year, but I think we're still going to see some good basketball here because the matchups, uh, Anchor Bay, Marysville. I've seen Anchor Bay play. I really like this team. They're they're tough, and they might only be the third best team here. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming they're going to win that game one just because well, how many students do they have? 1,700, 1,800? It's double yeah. whatever Marysville is, you know. And then Marysville doesn't I, – I think uh, Anchor Bay's played like 12 or 13 games. Mm-hmm. Marysville's played half that. I just think uh, they're more battle-tested. Uh, so that gives us a great Anchor Bay PH game, right? Well, mm-hmm. Emma Trombley's coming back. Assuming, right. I'm assuming. I know she was close and – yeah, I, I would be surprised if she doesn't play in their first district game. So two-week layoff for PH, and they're bringing back the best player in the area. How does that work? Right. What, is there instant chemistry? Is it going to be a learning curve? Like, what's going to happen there? These girls have played together so much. I, I don't see any issue with chemistry. Um, do you know exactly what day they can get back to practice? Uh, I think Becky said Wednesday. So they so I think day of. So the day of they can get back. I, I'd have to double check, but uh, March twenty second, I think is what she told me. What day is it? So it's the nineteenth right now. So twenty oh, second so is Monday. 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 Okay, so, so they'll have two nights of practice. Yeah, or okay. at worst one if it goes through Monday, but they'll have a day back in the gym together. But it's not like these these girls don't know each other. Yeah. They'll be fine. And you talked about teams that like each other. You you lose your best player and then in the Mac Red you go seven and three. That talk about a good team that have people stepping up. I mean, Julia Gilbert was a name we knew and talked about, but she stepped up in a big way in some games. You have I mean Jocelyn Williams shows up, plays really well. Lanshu, I know I know there's others you Morgan like. Morgan James. Yeah, Morgan James. She's had Jacobs. a really good yeah, year. Yeah. And the thing is, there's just a bunch of bulldogs out there. Jaden DeLong. Yeah. Don't leave her out. Yeah, Maddie Lanshute. 
Yeah, I mean we can we can keep going through names, and they just they just get the hustle points too. Like they're a good team that won't. Like I haven't seen them get outworked this year. No, not when you got Morgan James and Jocelyn Williams on the yeah. floor at the same time. Yeah, I I've said this like a thousand times, but like Demarco Singleton not playing last season for Marysville boys is the greatest thing to happen to this year's team, mm-hmm. and it's the reason they're ten and one right now because it forced Kyle Nagan to step up out of his role yeah. to be a player. It forced Larry Smayfield to be bigger mm-hmm. in the middle. Same thing happened with Emma being injured all season. I don't think Jocelyn Williams has the season she's having without Emma not being on the floor. Like, Becky told me, like, it was basically like they kind of had to look in the mirror. And Jocelyn told me this, too. She's like, I realized I had to step up more. And so she goes from that six-man role to a mm-hmm. starter. And I would say she's one of the best defenders in the Mac Red. Would you agree with that? I, I would yeah, agree I with don't, that. Yeah, I don't – I mean – yeah, her, I mean, her and Morgan James, I think, are up there with – I'll put them up against anyone. You're going to get, like, eight rebounds and, like, three or four steals out of her and then, like, five or six points on the other end. Like, that – you weren't getting that last year. You were getting maybe two points from her. Right. She and, was, like, well, seventh or eighth. And I don't even worry about, like, her, her numbers in terms of scoring because they don't really need her to score. No. Any, anything they, they get from her They have been trying gravy. to get it to her in the low post, which they've tried to get a few sets to her and Morgan James because – I'll tell you what, they both have nice footwork when they catch the ball on the block. They can score, but they just have so much talent, they don't need them to put up 10, 15 a night, where if you put them on other teams, they probably do put up a dozen a night. Yeah, but she's like, she's like a lot of those girls that kind of slip through the crack at Marysville that we don't talk about because they don't put up any numbers, but at the end of the night, uh, a Winston or a Smith has – three times where they caused a tie-up, mm-hmm. three times yeah. where they knocked a ball away from somebody and got a steal, you know, stuff like that that kind of you don't pay a lot of attention to. It's not glamorous. It's not 10 points and 10 rebounds. Yeah. Um, but w- Williams does all the little things that you want done that nobody talks about. She goes out and does those things. She's my favorite player this year, for sure. Oh, she's a blast to watch. Like, And even on the offensive end, like, yeah, against um, – Northern and whoever they played the couple nights before that, I can't remember, that was two weeks ago. They were obviously running plays for Jocelyn to get the ball. What did that do? It opened up the other block for Julia. Mm-hmm. And Julia's having one-on-ones instead of two-on-ones in the paint. Like, that's what you want. Right. You want your best post player to have better opportunity to score baskets with her little, like, bowling ball mini hook shot thing. But <laughs> I, I'm not making fun of it. That, oh, I that, love it. I love it. it. No one can defend it. Like, they're not expecting it. It's so um, weird. Yeah, and the thing is with, like, if you're game planning for Port Huron, you can't, like, devise a scheme. You can't try to go box in one, triangle in two, we'll play the zone. You just have to put your cards on the table and go person for person and hope you're the better team that night. Let's talk about Northern here because they're going to play Dakota first. Uh, Dakota, the weakest team in this group, yeah, record-wise. The weakest team. And they're not that, that bad, are they? Yeah, the weakest team that took Northern to overtime a yeah. week and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, well, I, they played uh, PH stuff at PH. I saw that game, too. Um, as long as it says Cougars on the jersey, you can't just overlook the team in any sport. Oh, yeah. So, uh, But Northern, you know, they, they got the obviously the tough end of the draw, I think, because if you battle your way through and beat Dakota, who's the host team, then you get uh, Lance Cruz North, who I haven't seen play yet this year, but from all accounts, they're the real deal. Yeah, you saw them in the opener, right? I've seen them like three times since I moved here. Brooke Daniels is one of the best players in the area for sure. Well, in the MAC, I should say. Uh, she broke the scoring record at Lance Cruz North last week. 
Really? Yeah. All time? All time scoring record. She's unreal. Unreal player. You know what the Lance Cruz North is doing this season is having Port Huron season last year. Yeah. Where you blitz through the Mac White, Mac White champions. They didn't have a Mac tournament, but who did who did they beat the other night? Gross Point North. Yeah. Which Not, is, and they didn't just beat them. They blow them out. Yeah. And that's a that's a good uh, Gross Point North team. So I mean, do you think that that kind of sets them up now they're feeling the pressure of being undefeated where no they're so talented they're just gonna i think they're just gonna roll through the district to be honest you think so you're you're saying lance cruz north is the favorite in this district yeah anyone would tell you that i think lance cruz north is the best team in the entire mac so i mean i think we said this on wednesday the winner or monday or wednesday the winner of this district is winning the regional yeah because they get one of the uh, mac white schools yeah it's like i think like and unless like Stony Creek or someone is a world beater, they're gonna win the regional. And geez, I mean, think about how good PH is a year they're having. They're, it's conceivable they don't play for a district title. Like losing to Anchor Bay would not be a, a huge shock. No, Anchor Bay's got athletes. And this is, I mean, I just think I just think this is Lance Cruz North's district to lose because PH is coming off of a COVID quarantine and they're trying to insert their best player back in the offense, and they don't have – I know they've been playing their whole lives together, but that's still yeah, something you got to do. But by the time they would play, it would be, what, four days back? They're not doing it off quick. And, and I'm telling you, yeah. I don't know this for a fact. I'm sure that there's some backyard basketball being played somewhere. <laughs> I, have, I, I have no basis. I'm not saying anyone's doing this. I'm just telling you I know if I was in this situation – I would have been at Marysville Park. I would have found someone with a pole barn, and I'd have been playing basketball, getting ready. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm but, gonna be there. You're gonna be there. I'm right? gonna be there. I'll, I'll be there. I'm, I'm gonna live at Dakota next week. Yeah. Not a <laughs> yeah, bad place are. to live at. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's as nice as uh, Lance Cruz North. Would have rather it would be there. Well, as someone who shows shoots photos, it's nicer with lighting ways. Yes. What, what, what a about more room to operate? What about Anchor Bay's gym? Would you rather be there? Uh, th- that wouldn't break my heart uh, except that I, I am like further up top I mean I don't know I, for some things I like that but for others it's kind of hard to broadcast from there all right what division two district do you want to go to well, you I, want- I want to talk about uh and no no offense to Marine City but is there any way St. Clair doesn't win their district everyone keeps saying that I don't understand why we're ruling out Marine City like they haven't played like that's all that's, that's kind of why kind, yeah it's the and <sighs> And but, the one time we did see those two teams play, St. Clair blitzed them. And, I mean, maybe we are kind of writing off the Mariners a little early, but, I mean, it looks I mean, like – They're not a team that I don't like, but they're a team that when I have got to see them, they haven't played like I thought they would play, and they haven't played much at all, what I'll call the second half of the season. I just think it's a Marine City girls basketball team coached by Jeff Austin, and you can't just throw throw that out the window. No, and I do think it's going to be an East China District final. I see no – St. Clair's not losing to Richmond. And I think Marine City's going to win a pair of games to make that the final at Richmond. I'll be there. Um, it's going to be a very – it's going to be a fun district final should we get to that point. But, I mean. I've watched a lot of St. Clair basketball this season just because of how the schedule shook out. With <laughs> they were the only one playing yeah, for basi- a week and a basically, half. Basically, I saw them Wednesday night against Cousineau. Cousineau is a really good team. They're like Lance Cruz North light. They're like really? diet Lance Cruz North. Just 
they have like three talented guards and they just run, run, run. Anyway, St. Clair just absolutely laid an egg in the first half and Coach Pichakowski's like, wow, I'm burned out. I should probably, you know, chug some Red Bulls at halftime here and rah, rah, rah. And he did, and then they came out on like a 10-2 run and they made it a game. And if they would have had another quarter, they probably would have came back and tied a really good Cousino team. So when St. Clair's inspired, they play really good basketball. But they do lay an egg every now and then against Marysville. They lay an egg, you know. So if they lay an egg against Marine City – Marine City's the type of team that uh, they'll pour it on with transition offense if you if you let them. Yeah, I guess like Dennis said, we just don't have enough from Marine City to really I tell be you, able to pick them. I tell you what, you'll find out probably in the first quarter if Christina Bohm's hitting some shots down low and they're rolling in and not rolling out, then you'll know who's going to win the game. Oh yeah, because any time Christina gets it going in the first quarter, she's going to finish with twenty-seven points and they're going to win by ten. Yeah, but I think the if only, they roll out, it's gonna be. I think be the only game flip. they lost where she scored more than ten points was the last game they played against Marysville, where she had like twenty-one and they still lost. <clears throat> but usually, when she gets into the twenties, or heck, she gets into the double digits, it seems like the Saints win. Yeah, that's that's just my. Uh, they have the best player on the floor, and I think that that might matter in the end. Yep, it just depends on what team shows up. It's literally a coin flip in my opinion. Is there any challenge to the Emily City girls uh, in their district? No. Because they ran through the BYU. Well, they're in quarantine right now, so the only challenger is getting healthy. Well, are you going to you know be able to come back and not get knocked or popped by COVID again? Yeah, but, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those insulated districts where they've already played everybody on this schedule twice, yeah. and they beat everybody twice. And I, mean, I think if this is a normal year, the three losses they have, I don't think happen either. They played up a little bit, but I think they could normally win those games. This is a talented team. Well, yeah, their first loss was what, <clears throat> Bay City John Glenn? Or? When uh, Emma Trombley graduates, Mary Langeman is going to be the best player in the entire area, and it's not even going to be close. Like, you're going to – I would be shocked if Mary Langman doesn't play at a small Division One college. Really? She is a joy to watch. My pick, by the way. I just thought I'd throw that in there before the, we went to the, the break thanks, to rub that Dad. into your face. Did you draft her? I did. That's a great pick. Like, Thank you. I it's. I think I had a very you, good draft. You know what's wrong? A lot better than your boys. You know what's wrong my about – My boys team keeps kicking your butt, though. Anyway, let, let the expert talk. <laughs> I was going to say, you know what's wrong with the, this area is, like, Mary's probably going to fall victim to the Hunter Soper disease to where – they're out in the middle of the Blue Water Area Conference where no coach has ever come to recruit, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go to break real quick, I do want to ask, what team do you think can make the deepest run? And, I mean, I would say St. Clair's a nice team. I think they're a district championship team. I don't think they're a team that's going to make much noise in a regional. I think Port Huron, if they can get through their gauntlet of a district, has a good chance, but that's a big ask to say they're getting through the district. And Emily City, I don't know what lies ahead of them in the regional. I got to say, Emily City, like, PH has got to get past Anchor Bay, which is not an easy game, and they got to get past Brooke Daniels. St. Clair, if they win their district, I think it's out in the regional semifinal. Like this is why it stinks that Marysville's not Class B this year, Division Two. Right. Because that team has got the talent to win a couple of playoff games, and you know that would be a great game with Emily City, Caitlin Kane and Mary Langeman. 
Who's, yeah. Who's faster up the floor? Right. Who's going to first the 30 points yeah. between the two of them? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad answer on my part. I know you got come here for the juicy answer. How about this? Sandusky. Sandusky yeah. will make the longer yeah, run. Yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> as a note, thanks for saying that. Al DeMott wins his 767th game last night, which is crazy. He is now, what, 30 away? From Frank Orlando. So 31 away from standing alone. So two seasons. And, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I'd imagine he probably wants to get to that. I don't think he's going. They have no. to burn the school down before he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I was that, just over there. He's one that I don't think they're going to let him leave. I was just over there talking to him. Like, that that guy, he's like the big man on campus. So he's not going to give that well, up. Yeah, 42 years coaching. He's won 21 <laughs> conference titles. It's yeah. a coin flip if Sandusky's girls win their conference. Think about that. Oh, well, he's he's on his way to 800 victories, so don't worry about that. I think they what had a three-way tie for the conference title last night with the win they had yeah. last night with Ubley and then blanking on the other team. Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach, Harbor Beach, Beach yeah. 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 Yeah, so there we go. Sandusky's my answer, longest, longest play. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk about the boys. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender.
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're starting to see, aren't you, Brendan, what I deal with on a daily basis. March Madness is fun. I got them fired up, so it's my <laughs> fault. You did. Well, I mean, we're both kind of removed from everything since we're D2 guys. Yeah, well, I went to the Superior Fair State. I'm not. No, we're just going to move on because all-time winningest football coach in uh, all of football divisions, Tony Anise. I'm not saying anything because I will get mad and I will say things that make us lose sponsors. How many uh, NFL players uh, went anyway, to Wayne State? Uh, so I think we have five right now. Anyway, before I get mad because I like you, can anybody beat Dakota? Corona. <laughs> no, the I watched some of their highlights last week, like especially their highlights against Roseville. Wow, that's a good team. They were good last year. Yeah, I, I mean, luckily for us, I guess, our local teams got a good draw. Northern plays high in the opening round, so someone's going to take on most likely Dakota in the in – the, district final we do get a port here on high northern game in the playoffs which is nice but i mean who i mean i mean I, northern's probably going to win that game do they have a chance to knock off dakota yeah sure <laughs> well i mean what i, I the only storyline that even interests me is this game was going to be the district final last year and it didn't happen because the morning of they canceled the season right so at least you will get some solace in finishing that, but I mean, it's going to take an eight. It's going to take Jamison putting up his usual, well, more than his usual twenty some. He's going to have to get into the thirties. McNeil's going to have to put up fifteen to twenty, and I think the big key for this is Dabrowski, because yeah. that's the difference. <clears throat> if you can get fifteen points from him, and you get fifteen to twenty from McNeil, thirty from Jamison, now you're sitting at sixty seventy points. 
That's, a, that's what you need to get to. Minimum. They, they to just, beat Dakota. They just can't let runs snowball. They, they can't. That's what happened when PH played against Dakota last year. The runs just snowballed. Mm-hmm. You can't let give up a 10-point run. you got to trade baskets with them if you're going to beat them. Which, I mean, they do. I mean, you, you give the ball to Jamison and you hope that he can get a, a bucket to quiet a run or make a pass to quiet a run. Um, but, no, it's, it, they need their secondary players to step up in a way that they've only done very – very sparingly. Yeah, like you said, they kind of live and die with Cass, Gavin Schwenter, and Evan DeLong. What those three guys do to round out usually determines if they win or lose a game. And I know they had some guys out for this game, but I think East Point drew up the blueprint. They did. I know McNeil didn't play, and I know DeLong didn't play. But the blueprint to, to shutting down Northern was the second the ball leaves Tyler Jamison's hands, you send two guys, three guys to trap them and to pressure another guard and force them to try to make a bad pass. Yeah, I, I and I think they're going to be able to do that because they should be well-rested and hopefully McNeil's healthier now. Like, I know Tyler Jamison's been battling. Can you believe he's been doing this with, like, injuries all season? Yeah, I, I can believe it because now the, the, the two times I've, I've seen him, um, he hasn't shot the ball a lot. It's all drives. It, 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 it's all drives, and it's him dishing to other guys. Like uh, the, the games I see him, he gets triple doubles, but he only scores 14 or 15 points. Which, think about that, only scores 14 or 15 points. That's great for high school. I mean, that's basically what DeMarco Singleton did all season until the back of the when he's right. hitting 20 and 43. Yeah, 43. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that's great. And I think one big key for Northern, if they want to knock off Dakota, is they have to get to the foul line. They're going to have to play boring basketball. They're going to have to force some early fouls, get Dakota in foul trouble, and get to the line and play boring, slow free throw basketball but you got to make your free throws too and every once in a while the huskies go on little slumps at the free throw line well i went to the game at lance cruz and gavin schwinter went six for six in the final three minutes to secure the win right there. so yeah i i just think they're going to be rested uh, i talked to coach jameson on the phone a couple of days ago and he's purposely shut them down this week oh yeah they the, had games he purposely shut them down he's like we're not catching covid and we're got to get we got to get healed up because ryan's had leg injury or knee injury all season long and he's been scoring 10 to 15 points a night mm-hmm. so if they get rested up yeah i think so i i think they i wouldn't say they're gonna blitz through ph i just think i covered ph's last game which was three and a half weeks ago at sterling heights jeez yeah you were there weren't you yeah oh yeah you were there too yeah, yeah. yeah so wow and and the, and the Bad thing for the Big Reds, and I'm not saying the Big Reds were going to win anything in the playoffs, but they had made steps and they were playing good basketball. I think if they would have had three three more weeks to gel and figure things out, the Northern game is probably a good PH Northern game. Yeah, try to find a new identity. I mean, because Shaka was starting to to score, Balon was was actually playing really good basketball at both ends. Uh, and they're young they, those young guys are, yeah. you know, they're fun to watch when they've got it going. That was a fun game, that Sterling Heights game, to watch the young guys kind of find find themselves. They're gonna, let's put it this way, Stu's not going anywhere because in two years that team's going to be really talented. Well, yeah, because 
Think about the Those class. Those are basketball players, not just athletes. Yeah. They have dudes that are on the JV right now. Like, I don't know how much of a pure basketball player he is, but you have Amari Holler, which just athleticism alone is going to be a piece to have. And, yeah, they're going to have some kids coming up from JV that might be young next year, and they might take a few lumps. But, yeah, you're right. Two years from now, they're going to have a squad. Yeah. It's, un- it's unfortunate they got robbed from COVID. Yeah. Because yeah. it took them a little bit to find their new identity. I think they were just used to the way they played last year, and they had to change it. Once they did, hey, they started playing better. I honestly think they did a good job, too, moving on from DV. I honestly think, like, they were making the right steps. Like, they were playing better defense. They had a press working. Yeah. Uh, Shaka was more confident with the ball. He was making outside shots. He was finding a shot. I think, uh, I, what, I've seen three or four times this season, like, Jace was figuring things out about midseason down Yeah, low. he was like, just kind of being a steady presence, what, Six to ten points, six to ten boards. Yep. Never, He's never going to take over a game, but he's always going to give you that, kind of be a steady presence. And if they try to leave him un- unattended, then, yeah, he'll get yeah. up to 12, 14 points. Because didn't he do really well in that center line game? You were oh, at? yeah. He, he carried him for three quarters. Yeah. And looking back at that game, too, center line's actually been – They're like, a good They team. got a couple of kids who have been offered by some pretty good colleges the last week or two, like, and to think, like – that was an overtime game, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they probably honestly should have won. That's a moral victory as much as Sue probably doesn't want to tout one. Like, that's something you can build off that centerline game. A little off the reservation, but you mentioned DV. The situation there at uh, where, where the coach gets fired. Yeah. What in the hell is going is on it, there? What was his record, like 38-5 and five or something? So, Hamtramck has one of the best teams in the entire state this year. Right. And they not only did they beat uh, River Rouge by for the first time in years earlier this season, yeah. they got the sweep, yeah, which hasn't happened in years either. And apparently, that's cause for firing at River Rouge. This Who I want to know who's making that decision. The superintendent is, is he taking over the team and trying to take credit if they make a, a run? Well, I just saw a bunch of coaches around the stage just tweeting. Uh, I think it was Brother Rice's coaches. Like, all right, well, good luck, River Rouge, uh, attracting any solid head coach to right. that program. Because if that's what you're going to do to a guy who loses to one of the best teams in the state twice, like Hamtramck's been amazing the last couple of years, but they're not talked about because they're in the same conference with River Rouge. And so they get two losses. It's like Armada this year, right? right? is the best team in the BWAC any year. But this year, they're with a top 10 team in, in Crosslex, mm-hmm. so they're not even talked about, and their only two losses are to Crosslex. Same thing with Hamtramck all these past, like, five years. River Rouge, they lose those two games every year, but they're going to go 18-2 and two every year. Yeah, that, that was just a weird little tidbit. I think that happened, what, Wednesday night? Yeah, that or, was or – They fired a coach, and then they canceled the game afterward. It's like – it's cold. First of all, why are you firing a coach during a pandemic? Like – and he's like what eight and three or something. And he's a, a former college basketball coach. Like this guy is going to help you get kids into college. Like Legend Geeter is probably getting college recruitment not just because he's like a six five six six kid, but because his coach coached at Eastern Michigan, coached uh, I think at like Cleveland State, coached at all these places yeah. where he's got connections to help get his kids there. Yeah, that was just something that was wild. So, But DV had a great season. He ended up in the starting lineup. So yeah. he went from, okay, kid, try out, and we'll see if you make the team, yeah. to using the starting lineup right away. So good for him. Yeah, so what's, uh, 
which D2 district do you want to go go over? Well, I know which one we're going to talk about the most, so let's talk about uh, where St. Clair and Marine City are going to play. Mar- Marine City, have they played six games this year? No. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, they're – and the thing is, I mean, you know who's actually kind of in this r- district doesn't look like they they could make a run? Richmond's been playing better. They have, what, would you say, eight sophomores on their roster? Yeah, I was looking at their roster. They have ten players on their roster. Two are seniors and eight are sophomores. And the seniors aren't really – when I talked to them, they weren't going to contribute. Yeah, they're, they're Who, not I don't know what's happening. I haven't been to a ton they're, of Richmond They're not games. even the guys that, that yeah. play. So, you, you basically now have juniors because they've gone through a battle-tested season. They beat Emily City twice this year and convincingly. Um if there's a team, I mean, this is one of the weaker districts you'll see in across the state. Richmond could end up, you know, I don't want to say backdooring because I don't think that's a fair term, but surprising people and getting a district title because really, okay, New Haven's going to beat the winner of St. Clair Algonac. Those two teams combined for one win on the year. St. Clair, they play hard, and they got better throughout the year. If they're in the silver bronze, they're probably finishing ahead of PH, if I had to guess. They're middle of the pack. They beat teams like I don't think they're bad. I went to the Anchor Bay game the other night, and they play hard. They play hard. They just don't have any pure scores. Bullard is such a good coach. Like, he could literally take, like, five kindergartners off the playground and have them ready (laughs) to play by the end of the week. Seriously, like. No, he's he's done a great job. They just don't have a go-to score. Like, I mean. It just, yeah, it's it's tough. I them. probably covered three or four of their games. It's like every game is just either Hunter Richardson or Kai Pennywell. It's never the same guy. Yeah, I, I had Cameron Bleasdale play well the few times I was there. Um, Lutheran North's not that good. Again, Marine City hasn't played since Valentine's Day. Um, and New Haven's a, an, a decent team that played much tougher competition. I think everyone's kind of penciling in New Haven. Oh, they have the best player too. Brent Wiles is unreal. Are you are you covering any of the games? No, uh, no, because you're gonna be we're gonna be at the other one. So Dennis is gonna be at the Division One one. He's just gonna do the one game on Tuesday, right? The Port Huron High Northern. Yeah, and then we'll have the or that's Thursday. I hope one of you get to see Brent Wiles in person. He's 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 like Larry to Dallas with like sprinter speed and. I'm trying to think. He's like Larry Smayfield jumping abilities. Like it's it's something. It's unreal to watch. Well, I mean, I'm sure if they win this district, they're going to go to the regional at Croslax. Which, by the way, Dennis hates this with a burning passion. This district not at a host site. It's non-traditional. Yeah, I, I don't like that. From a just from a media standpoint, makes it harder to cover the event. Well, if, if everybody's in the same gym. You can do two games that night and cover all your teams. Now they, they put you in a situation where you got to pick one of the games and leave somebody out. Well, I'm, I'm from the Petoskey area, so I covered the Big North, which is the Traverse City Schools on Lake Michigan and Alpena on Lake Huron, hmm. and then their district includes Marquette. So I'm used to this non-traditional thing, and it – does give a lot of people advantages, especially with the travel, depending sometimes. I mean, when you're Gaylord and you got to travel all the way to Marquette for like a Tuesday 6 yeah. o'clock tip, 
it's rough. It's rough. So uh, usually the host teams are going to have the leg up in these And games. the weird thing is Richmond's hosting the girls' district. Like, they have a nice gym. St. Clair has hosted a district before. I don't know what New- Luther North well, is. Well, St. Clair can't host a district. Oh, yeah, because their gym's being redone. I don't know who made that decision. I'm assuming they thought there wasn't going to be basketball, right? Yeah, why, I don't know when the decision was made. Why are we resurfacing the gym in the final week of the season? Uh, St. Clair girls didn't even have a place to practice. They had to find one. At, they went to the middle school and found found some space to practice. Marine City's fine. They hosted the girls' district last year, and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that that's just something that kind of sticks in – Dennis's crawl. Well, I don't like it either, but it really annoys me. I just, you. I just know from talking with John Hartley at uh, Lakeshore because he's kind of like, yeah, he's like the uh, commissioner of the MAC, right? Like a lot of schools just don't even want to host things because of because of COVID or COVID, yeah, because vol- finding volunteers who want to right. the gate, like no one wants to do that. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to take the break, and then we'll talk about uh, up in uh, Yale uh, and what we all assume is going to happen. There, we'll get to that in just a second. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. 
TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit TPLogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Brady and Brendan Folsom here with the uh, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. And let's talk about where Brady will actually uh, be. And, and he's been excited about this since football season. I have because Crosslex is the best team we've had in this area in my lifetime. I mean, I, and I know I've had people challenge me. No, this Crosslex team is that good. Like, and it's a shame what happened to Marysville. We talked about it before. They're going to have to bring a JV hybrid team to the game against Emily City because I think they were the best chance to knock off Crosslex. But what's going on with Emily City? Because the first half of the year, they were really good. Um, and the second half of the year, they've been really bad. And Parker Lewis has been so hit or miss. Uh, I think he had four the other night. And then some nights he scores 27. And, like, they're, they're getting beat by teams that I, at the beginning of the year I mm. thought they would beat. And, and they're like an 8-8 eight and eight basketball team. I don't have the answer. Like, yeah, they have four of the best players in the BWAC. Uh, I would say top 25, top 30 players in the BWAC between Andrew Batter, Raymond Liu, Parker Lewis, and Will, Will Tolley. Like, I try – I mean, does, I can't explain it. I does Marysville have a prayer to, to pull this off? Well, I supposedly had a conversation the other night with the best JV player being brought up for this game, and Dad's basically like, nah – that's a wrap. It's going to be a quick game. I mean, I don't – I feel yeah, bad it's... for Shunk, and I feel bad for the seniors. Like, yeah. This senior – like you say it about a lot of seniors, like all the effort they put in the program and what they did. This is a really special group at Marysville. Just yeah. the, the school pride there. The Zach Meyer's not even a team, and I don't think he's missed yeah. a game. Like, Yeah. It's – no, they knew that they were going to be good, and I mean – Think about this, ten and one, and they're probably not going to end up with the trophy 
or anything to put up on the Did band. you see that tweet, uh, Lincoln's basketball team touting the uh, Max Silver Bronze title? Yeah. And someone responded, oh, when did you play Marysville? <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, that's what I live for right but there. But, yeah, like, okay, you're the Mac. What's better, 6-0, and 10-1, and or 9-1? and I think, honestly, what should happen is the state says you guys can play basketball games after you bow out of the playoffs mm-hmm. up into the state championship. I think Lincoln and Marysville need to play this game. You might be uh, a little more onto something than you realize. I think that I think that needs to be scheduled. I think a lot of teams can say, uh, you know, why would MLA City and Almont schedule a non-conference game? You know, it doesn't mean anything. Croslex ran away with the title, mm-hmm. whatever. This game actually decides the fate of three teams. So, uh, yeah, I three think you banners. might be onto something a little more than you realize. But this district at Yale, I mean, I'm assuming Almont – we're, we're all assuming Almont's going to be playing Croslex in the semifinal and then Emily City Armada. Now, I know me and Dennis kind of disagree. I think Armada kind of woke up Croslex when they took him down to the wire a week or so ago. Dennis is, you're what? It's hard to beat a team three times? It's, I'm not saying that Armada is going to win. Croslex is definitely the favor. I'm just saying... Don't blow that game off that Croslex is just going to go out and route them. It's going to be a good game. It's hard to beat a team three times. It's hard to beat a really good team three times, and that's what we're asking the Pioneers to do. I think the first wake-up call came in the uh, halftime of the Linden game, and Linden's a really good team, top Mm -hmm. 25-ranked team. Uh, Mr. Basketball candidate. Yeah, and Lance got on them, like, third-quarter timeout. Mm-hmm. Basically, like you can't just come here and just because you're undefeated think you're yeah. old teams. I think that was the first wake up call. It happened again in the first half of that Armada game, and then I think the message at halftime finally got there. Like, yeah, we got we got to come to play. Um, so I want it to be a two point score with a game winning shot at the buzzer. But did you see what happened at Allmont the other night? Yeah. I just this think, team's unreal. I just think they're a team on a mission. I think them not getting to make their run last year is extra motivation for them this year, and they are laser-focused. I mean, remember when we went back up to, to see them before the season? They have one goal on their mind. They are, they are not straying from the path, and certainly if they get too far, Lance is pulling them back in before they get more than a step or two away from it. I hope so, because it will crush you if they don't win the district. He, uh, he's done. If they don't win the district, there, there's no saving Brady Beaton. Well, it wouldn't crush me, because then we get to watch Armada. And Armada yeah. is a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> like I would like to see them against some other good or teams. Or Marys will pull off a miracle win and got their guys back. <sighs> That's what we got robbed of. First of all, the Armada-Marysville game was going to be great. Yes. Like that, that Thursday night at that Yale would have been, a, been yeah, some good basketball. Fest. And then the winner of that game, like, I would have loved to see Marysville, Croslex, Armada. You couldn't pick a bad matchup for that game. Oh, that the, the district We got robbed. COVID robbed us. This is what happened. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's any chance, any chance that that happens, because, you know, like I said, Croslex was laser-focused on one goal. Marysville has had a target on Croslex since they lost the district last year. Yeah. They, yeah, that's that, been their goal. That uh, district goal. Can you believe both those teams are 
Croslex had to play a district opener last season. Yeah, because they <laughs> all they did with NPR was put them on the opposite Don't, side of the bracket. We're, oh we're not allowed to Anyways, use that word on this show. It, had it not happened, we wouldn't have got a great game. And that Marysville Croslex game was fantastic. And I know Lance was on your show mm-hmm. preseason, and he brought it up. That was that was a very good game, and it was a good. And they didn't have Demarco. Yeah. for that game. I'd rather you drop an F bomb than use NPR <laughs> on this program. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> sucks. It just blows my mind that Croslex hasn't won or lost a conference game in like three years and they're playing round one games in the district. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's I think that's a case of the road to hell is paved with good intentions because in theory it makes sense. In practice, you get things like Marysville being closer to Yale and NPR than Almont. So, and how right. can that happen? Yeah, real quick, um, before we wrap this up, because I know we got to wrap this up soon. Peck, or in the Peck district, anyone beating Cardinal Mooney? Does Dryden have a chance? I don't know if you know anything about them. I don't. Which uh, Mac Red schools in that district? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. As long as, like, I keep saying this, I don't know if you guys saw that Twitter spat I had with that referee from North Branch. As long as he's not calling any of the games, we'll be fine. He called Cardinal Moody a club of sub-500 club team from Canada. Oh. He (laughs) since deleted the tweet. I got the screenshots. If that doesn't show any bias. (laughs) So as long as that guy doesn't call their games in Peck because he's from North Branch, I think they'll be fine. All right. Yeah. You you never know. And – Cardinal Mooney's to me, they're the best team there. But, um, you know, I don't know strength of schedule for Dryden, but Dryden seems to score a lot of points. But it might be also who they're playing. But do they have Larry Dunk Dallas? No, they do <laughs> not. Love. All right, real quick before we go, go best, around. Best play of the season? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, kid getting donked in the face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that inbounds play, I still don't know what that kid was doing. Mike texted me, like, probably, like, 11 o'clock that night after that kid got hit in the face, and he kept rewinding and watching it on the game film. He was giggling so much his wife said, you need to shut up, you're going to wake up the kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go, real quick, who's your pick to be the last team standing uh, from our area? Crosslex. Cardinal Mooney. I'll, I'll, I'll just be contrarian. I'll say the PH girls. I think they can get through, if they get through that district, they're going to be playing for a long time. I just don't think uh, Cardinal Mooney's got to face Goodrich or Flint Powers or any those caliber teams. Yeah, that's, that does help your cause. That's, I, I'm not saying Cardinal Mooney's better than Croslex. I'm just using logic here. And I don't yeah. think there's a scenario, if you include all the BWAC, where we don't have four teams playing in a quarterfinal. I don't think that's a stretch. Yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Folsom, we appreciate you stopping by. We'll see you at hockey tonight, huh? I'll be there. Yeah. I'll and be there ho- hoping for uh, another real good game. Yeah, 8 o'clock tonight, by the way, on Stream 1. That's where I'll be. Sounds good. Brady will be sleeping. Not yet. Oh, you'll be up past 8? You won't be tucked in yet? I'm not an old man. You know, you've been walking around like you have been. You know, it's wild. He's been working out, and he's been walking around like he needs a, a cane or a walker or something. I hadn't done legs in a while, and I got a new workout plan from one of my old coaches, and leg day was not forgiving. He, he was asking if, we, if the company could get a, a scooter for him. Rascal. I got pizza yesterday across the street from the new Wayne State Arena being built. You should go work out there. Oh, yeah? That place is awesome. This is going to be sweet. It's like a pole barn, but they're going to put brick around it to make it look not like a pole barn. It's (laughs) like they're cheating. Yeah. (laughs) Ferris would do it better. 
I don't I don't know about that. Ferris has got some pretty drab. <laughs> I'm just taking shots at him now. No, I, I'll give him that. You guys do have the better architecture in Midtown, but. <laughs> Big ra- you're you're going to take that as a victory? Big Rapids is the Ohio of Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> we have Jason Vanderland. That's all that matters. All right. I'm going to hit the end here because this I, I took you down the wrong path. Uh, <laughs> Boys and Girls Districts start Monday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.